Earth's Matt the Mad Scientist here, man, here to tell you that our Orange Phoenix magazine is out right now. If you never heard of Orange Phoenix magazine, it is a monthly digital magazine that talks about everything of geek culture, whether it's manga, anime, comics, pro wrestling, video games, cosplay, conventions, you name it, we nerd it, and it on our Patreon. If you want to subscribe, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. I'm telling you, we got three different tiers. We have the $1 tier, which once a week, you will get a word find puzzle from us. With the $5 tier, you are guaranteed the monthly digital magazine every single month. So you don't have to worry about anything else. Like All you have to do is just wait on the announcement so when the magazine drops. Then we have a $15 tier. Not only do you get the monthly digital magazine, you get past issues as well. So if you miss some issues, you can always go back and look at previous issues that were released. And on top of that, with the initial sign up for the $15 tier, you get free online store gear from us, the Orange Phoenix crew, as well as buy monthly free gear from us the orange phoenix crew so www.patreon.com forward slash orange phoenix now if you don't want to subscribe that's fine if you just want to get one magazine just want to check it out see what's going on all you have to do is go to orangephoenixmedia.com and for seven dollars and 99 cents you get your own copy of orange phoenix magazine digital copy so if you want to test ride the thing go ahead and go to orangephoenixmedia.com check it out one issue, no subscriptions, no commitments. But if you want to subscribe to us, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. Uh, I be the same dude. Used to wake up playing GameCube. Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose. Can't choose what game system they use. Like saying who better, Ken or Ryu. You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too. We can watch anime all day and skip school. Young legend, rap taking to a new level. For young kings who don't settle In the crib with my big bro Playing Nintendo I will never let go Gotta keep it retro Got every single color joystick For the six bow I will never let go Gotta keep it retro Mega Man, Street Fighter, Donkey Kong Yeah, that's all I know I will never let go Gotta keep it retro Keep it retro Keep it retro Never let go Keep it retro I'm the otaku king of hip-hop Y'all couldn't pull up on me At a pit stop Got the sonic ring with my wristwatch here, make the ring noise every time it tick tock. It's young day, not Jenny from the block. Gotta tell me when to start. I don't know when to stop. Pull up to the scene, like my name, Robocop. Legendary Baker Styles T, it's a bop. PS1, yeah, bought it for the fun, yeah. 6 4, yeah, you don't even know, yeah. Game Boy SP on the flow, yeah. Room full of anime scrolls, won't mo, yeah. If she not an otaku, we cannot buy. We so retro, we play the Wii outside.
Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Earth Mac, the mad scientist. And this is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Hope you guys are having an awesome, awesome, awesome Tuesday. I hope you had an awesome Monday. I know some of the people out there, they have children. And uh, it was their first day of school. And the first day of school, man, you know, it seemed like everything went off without a hitch. I think a lot of people's first days of school has been really, really cool. Really, really nice. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary. Everything was smooth sailing. I know in my hometown of Lake City, South Carolina, their first day of school was a couple of weeks ago. And I heard nothing but good things. Nothing but good things. It's like the kids was, was happy to be at school. It was ready for the next day. It's better to seize the year, seize the semester, you know, knock out all the tests and all the homework they can to get the highest grade point average they can. So very, very excited for the children, especially on this school year. So uh, if you missed uh, last week's special, uh, we did dive into some terrible movies that was our guilty pleasures. And... <laughs> So, uh, I know Mad Max, he took over for Thanos Rick. Thanos Rick had some technical difficulties, you know, going in. But that's okay. So, we did talk about some of these movies, Super Mario Brothers being one of them. And uh, terrible, terrible movie. You can't find it anywhere. But speaking of which, we got to avoid Thanos Rick in the building. Thanos Rick, what is happening, player? What up, what up, what up, what up? Man, what is going on with you, man? It's been a while. Hey, you know, handling business and, you know, still screaming fuck Max. You know, you know, same old, same old. <laughs> still screaming fuck Max, huh? Still screaming fuck Max. Hey, hey, man, listen. You should be thanking Max, man. Hey, man, he took over for you on, on last week's special. Well, I mean, you could you, you could have gotten better, but okay. Thanks, Max. I, I, appreciate so, it. I mean, you could have so, chose so, better, but thanks. <laughs> so, so Thanos Rick, man. So you told me all fair, man. You had some, you had some phone issues, man. What happened? Broke my phone. How'd you do that? Fucking around, moving shit, and I didn't have my case on it. Ah, didn't have your case. So, did the screen crack or what? Man, the whole thing broke. So Ooh. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Dang. All right. So I had to use that good old insurance, good old Apple Care, you know. Apple Care. Apple Care. Okay, okay, okay. Now, this was your iPhone that was broke, right? Yes. Uh, the iPhone. Now, I have you know that uh, without my case, I dropped my phone too, and my phone did not break. And it was a Android. Moving on. Moving uh, on. I, Hey, hey, listen, listen, man. You got to take the L. Android takes the dub. I don't, I don't know how many times I dropped my phone without a case. I'm not taking no L's. I'm not taking no L's. It happens. Things break. It happens. Things break. The glass and broke. You had to use Apple Kit. How much you had to spend, though? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. None of your business. None of your business. So you had to spend some money, didn't you? None of your business. None of your business. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I, I figured, I figured you had to spend some money. It's okay, it's okay, man. As soon as you told me that your phone broke, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him next morning show. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get you something else too, but I'm gonna wait till later, bro. I'm gonna wait till later. 
So now, now Thanos Rick, Broham. Now I know you heard the news about Power Rangers 30th anniversary. They got the thir- uh, is it the 30th anniversary? Yeah, the 30th anniversary, and they got a 30th season of Power Rangers. I know you heard about that, right? I thought we already passed 30 years. Or maybe okay. I was true. I want to say we are. Um, I want to say we are. I want to say we are. But we are we are having a 30th season of Power Rangers. Now I want to know how you feel about that, Broham. Now, because according to comic book resources, uh, the landmark 30th season of Power Rangers will be titled Power Rangers Cosmic Fury. Simon Bennett announced Cosmic Fury as part of the Power Rangers Day 2022, and Bennett serves as executive producer of the ongoing Power Rangers Dino Fury, which accounts for seasons 28 and 29 of the overall Power Rangers franchise. So the Dino Fury's uh, cast will return for Cosmic Fury. Marking the first time since the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that a single Rangers cast lineup has gotten three seasons. Bennett himself is also returning as the EP, and production on Cosmic Fury is slated to begin this fall, with Power Rangers 30th season targeting a 2023 premiere. How you feel about that, Thanos, Rick? You know, to be honest, I'm surprised the show's still on the air. It got a good following. Let me let me let me get this out the way. I'm still surprised people. Well, I'm not sure who exactly or, or the age demographic, but I'm just surprised that people that the show's on the air. And, and and you are correct though. It is 30 years. Um, it is 30 years on television, starting with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that came out in '93. But this is the first time since Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that the same cast is there through multiple seasons. I mean, I don't, again, I'm just, I mean, it's cool. I don't hate it. I mean, I I remember when it first got off the ground. I was there for that first wave. And I remember how big it was. I remember, like, I remember that. Like, it was huge, you know, for us. So just to see it after all these 30 years, I'm like, Jesus Christ, okay. I, I, <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't think it would last this long because Power Rangers, <sighs> Yeah, I hey, don't hey, want, Pat, I, Pat has I, a good point. What, and and, well, and no, Savan too. Shout out to Savan too, by the way. He will be. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Thanos straight, but uh, shout out to Savan. He will actually be a guest on the show on Thursday at six p.m. He is an esports events coordinator. Oh, so geez. those of us, those of us that are in online gaming, want to do gaming competitions. Hey, man, you might want to listen to this show at six p.m. on Thursday, and it will be live only. So you might want to check that joint out. But go ahead, Thanos Rick. What you got? I'm just I'm just saying, because I always thought Power Rangers was a product of its time. Like, yeah. This is strictly a 90s show. There's no way it'll, you know, last until, you know, whenever. But I was wrong. People still, you know, mess with it or whatever. And, you know, I mean, they they keep reinventing it and doing new things and bringing in new teenagers and all that. And that's cool. No, I'm, I'm just surprised. That's all. That's all. I'm just surprised. So. Well, now Pat, did, now, Pat did write, you know, the next line of kids will like it just as much as we do. Now, I think that's why it's been going on for 30 years, because the next generation of kids are looking at this and they're like they're really liking it. I mean, honestly, if you really look back on it, I think Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, even though it was the first for us, it was something that we were introduced to. Looking back on some of these, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers wasn't the best Rangers. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. 
Um, I, people, some people say Power Rangers in Space was because the introduction of the Psycho Rangers. Uh, some people were saying SPD was like uh, one of the best ones. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay. And I did check out SPD. And I'm like, wow, this, this story seems a little deeper than what we were introduced to, in, in a sense. Well, I mean, as, um, the, as the years went by, of course, the, the stories got a little bit more, you know, but, I mean, it, 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 it evolved. So yeah. I'm not going to, you know, I, I won't sit here and say, well, hey, you know, Mighty Morphin is the best or whatever, whatever. I mean, I... I'm not sure if I could argue that. I don't know if I could, given what we've seen and what it has evolved into. New technology, new people, new Zords, new weapons, new whatever, 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 whatever. You know, so I don't know if I can argue that Jason, Trini, Kimberly, Billy, Tommy, Zach are the greatest of all. I don't know if I can. I can try. I can try. But I don't know if I can make that argument. You know what I'm saying? So, and I did enjoy in space. I thought that was dope, and especially, yeah. especially that season finale when they had all the Rangers. Like it was like that was a big finale. You know what I'm saying? Silver Ranger. Like I remember that finale. It was huge. So I'm like, okay. Is that, and Pat it, said Time Force showed the first time a Ranger was dying. Like he blew. <laughs> he said he blew up like a villain. I didn't even watch Time Force, man. I, 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 I did. One of those, I did, and I, I remember that. I remember he's right. I remember that. I remember that. He's right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I got to go back and watch that, man. I, I think in the beginning I was like gatekeeping for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like after Space, I didn't want to look at anything else. Um, I mean, I did give Turbo a chance. Like that movie sucked, but you know, whatever. Turbo. But, you know, the, my, yeah. Ah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, the Green Ranger always will be the best. Like Savon said, he'll always be the best. Tommy was the guy. Tommy was the new guy because once he was introduced, everybody wanted to be him on the playground. I mean, this dude, in a sense, one shot at the whole Ranger crew. Like this man went inside the Megazord and beat their ass inside the Zord, bro. Kicked them out. To That's be honest, against the thing I've seen. To be honest, E, I would normally I would agree with you on stuff like this, but I don't know if I can put him over the Gold Ranger. I really, really enjoyed that Gold Ranger arc. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Was that Jason? The Gold Ranger was Jason, wasn't it? Not not at first. Jason came later. Okay. As the Gold Ranger. And that was a surprise because it was good to see him back. Because he was gone for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So but I mean that Gold Ranger was tough, bro. Gold Ranger was tough. Yeah, it was Trey. It it was Trey or Triforia at first. Yep. Oh, okay. 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 And then it was Jason. Yeah, because for for some reason I remember Jason more than anything and pat said white ranger was the best i mean you got a talking sword you got saba got the white falcon or the white tiger depending on how you look at it like i, I love the uh, mighty morphin power rangers movie so yeah. i mean i try to introduce <laughs> i try to introduce uh queen's kid to mighty morphin power rangers the movie and he wasn't having it i was insulted man i was why, insulted why did you do that I, I was insulted to the movie why did you do that why did you it still to... holds up to you <laughs> see we we can't we, we can't do this we have to stop doing this we have to stop trying to introduce this generation to what we grew up on 
it's not gonna always work the way you want it to. True, true. You know what true. I'm saying? We have to stop doing this. <laughs> we gotta stop. We gotta stop. True, true. I mean, now he did like Top Gun, so I mean that's why I actually went over to Power Rangers because he. Okay, so here's the thing. I think so he he if he focused on something else because he wanted to go upstairs and play Fortnite. And his mind was on Fortnite. Like he wanted to play like Madden or something like that. And usually I wax him in it. But you know, and I'm trying to like sit him down, like, hey man, you know, this was actually what I grew up on with me and your mama. You know, you know, grew up on watching and blah 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 blah. So, you know, at that point, I think we ended up playing the game right after that, and then I destroyed him in something because I was insulted about the disrespect he got for my immortal power rangers. I had to make him pay. I had to make him pay. Uh, looking, you would not besmirch the name of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, like Ivan Ooze and all that good stuff. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, but E, that I mean, and to be honest, E, that movie didn't age well. It didn't. It didn't. You know that. You know I mean, that. I knew the movie was that, cheesy from the jump. That movie, did, but it, it didn't because it came out what year? Ninety five. So in ninety five, yeah, 95. you know, no, yeah, it was ninety five. Cool. It was, was ninety five. Okay, ninety five. So yeah, it was cool. That's why I was like, well, this is more of a product of the times. But mm-hmm. as the years progressed, they kept reinventing it and adding on new shit. So that that's how it survived for 30 years because you have to make it new every season. I mean, it, it worked. It worked. True that. So, but yeah, man, that the old stuff is dated. It's dated. We fuck with it because we come from that. But these kids ain't gonna fuck with that stuff, man. They're not. They're not. That's like trying to get you know, Queen's son to, to to watch Ricky Steamboat. It might not hit the same E. No, I would never introduce him to Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> no, no, nope. You know what I'm saying? Nope. It no, might not we, hit the same. We as the audience and the Orange Phoenix crew appreciate Ricky Steamboat. Like we we appreciate that. Like I, I have him watch AEW. Like he does watch AEW and he does watch uh Raw sometimes. It, it's so funny though because uh, WrestleMania was on and and he jumped ran down so he said oh wrestlemania's on and in my mind i was like bro you don't even watch wrestling like that why why are you doing this fake excitement for me and then after that he went upstairs and just did whatever he was going to do but i did introduce him to AEW, and he and honestly he actually sat down and watched it he was asking a bunch of questions and stuff like that had him watch wwe he was asking a bunch of questions and stuff like that so he uh now he loves sonic like savan he does love sonic um he went they go see the new Sonic movie. So he does play Sonic a lot. Uh, Sonic Generations, is it? Where you play the old school Sonic game. So he does play that on his Switch. Okay. Okay. That's, so that's He does do that. That's man. cool. That's cool. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, he does do that, man. And check it. Now, the other news, have Sasha Baron Cohen turned down big money offered by Red Sonya Reboot. Now, I had no clue there was going to be a Red Sonya Reboot. But uh, according to the latest Hollywood Reporter, Heat Vision newsletter, Red Sonja's producers offered Cohen $7 million to appear in the film as villainous sorcerer Kulin Gao, which he declined. The reason behind Cohen's refusal are unclear, but it is noted that the script underwent rewrites afterward. The current version of the story has apparently completely removed the character who first debuted as Conan, as a Conan the Barbarian villain in 1972 but later made the jump to Marvel Universe where he has fought both the X-Men and Avengers on numerous occasions. Now, at the time of the offer, 
Cohen was in high demand after his Oscar-nominated role in Abbott, Abby Hoffman in The Trial of Chicago 7. While best known for his comedic performances on Ali G, In the House, and Borat, Cohen has some widely recognized dramatic roles like Netflix's thriller series The Spy and the 2012 epic musical Les Miserables. I had no clue there was going to be a Red Sonja reboot Thanos Rick. Uh, I mean, I mean, I've been hearing about it for quite some time now. Like they've been, they've been trying to get off the ground for a while. So I mean, you, you already made, you already remade Conan, the Barbarian. Yeah, I think that, that was, came out. Mm. That came out what 2011, I think it was, or 2012, or something like that. Yeah, so, we don't talk about that. I mean, Red Sonja, it was bound to happen at some point, but you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I mean, mean, I mean, it should some, be good. I mean, see, and I'm a, I'm a keep it a buck, and you know, Savan, I, I hear what you're saying, I hear what you're saying, but it's with certain things. How should I say this? Cut the music. Cut the music. Cut the music. <laughs> yeah, I know, I knew, I knew it's coming. I knew it's coming. No, because I, I, I want to be clear, because you know, me, me and you, E, we, we come from a different generation. You know what I'm saying? So it's is I'm not sure how old Savan is, Pat, BCs. I'm not sure how old you guys are, but me and E, we come well, from a different same age as us. Around about the same age. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying it's 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 when you try to I don't want to say reinvent the wheel, but when you try to bring back old stuff, some of it hits, some of it doesn't. But mm-hmm. I think we all can agree it's all about the presentation. Okay, if you're gonna take a, a a property or a franchise like say He-Man, and you want to you know bring it to a new audience, you already take a risk because e, I can make a strong case. He-Man is a product of the '80s. A franchise or a, a property like that probably won't hit 2022, just because right. of what it is. Like mm-hmm. certain shows were made for that time, and some of those properties don't really translate well to new generation now you see what they did with dune they brought dune back dune was actually a dope movie but and i don't know if you saw the original dune that i, I can't watch it i can't sit there and watch dune it, it's not me neither i never watched the first it, Dune movie it's it's not a watchable movie to me you know what i'm right, saying right, right. but this new dune it was a new presentation you had actors who i'm familiar with Story was dope, graphics were great. Like, okay, I can I can do this. But that original Dune, I was like, mm-mm, very 80s and very unwatchable. But if you have the right writers, the right director, like you have to have certain pieces to make this shit work. You know what I'm saying? So again, you know what's with, funny about it with, though? I with, think with, with, with Power Rangers, okay. with again with Power Rangers, they have to reinvent every season. Sure, you can bring back Tommy because we all know Tommy. We all know certain actors or whatever, whatever. And it's cool to do that for, for you know for fan service, fanfare. That that's all good and dandy. But you have to imagine if it was Mighty Morphin now, the same with mm-hmm. Zach and Tommy. That might not go over well. Probably not. If it was just them 30 years later, this day, probably wouldn't work. So you, you have to reinvent and reintroduce this to a new generation, new crowd, and that that's hard to do. So, you know, it, it's, it's tough, E. Certain stuff won't work, 
certain things will, but you have to know what it is. He, and that's, eh, I don't know. It, and I, and, and I, I know you enjoyed He-Man, the cartoon on Netflix, right? Yeah, 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 I did. I did. Okay. Because I always find did it you, funny, like, with the 80s okay. He-Man. Did you enjoy Thundercats? I always Thundercats? find it funny that, oh, go ahead. Did you enjoy Thundercats? You talking about that bullshit? <laughs> you ain't talking about like the, the miniatures or whatever that, that horrible animation. <laughs> my point, my point exactly. Wait, 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 wait. Now there was there was there was a couple remakes. Now that there was one that was a little bit more serious. That one was tight, but there was another one. It was real kitty. It was like. The Which animation was, was Teen Titans Go-ish. Now, Teen Titans Go was actually pretty good. I don't, I'm not shitting on that. But I'm just saying, it was it was very cartoony. And I was okay. like, nah, I can't get next to that. Cause, um, Which one was this? Because I, I don't remember the, the, the kitty one. Which one was this? That one, it ever t- they put a trailer out, and people was crapping on it on Facebook. And I'm like, what are you doing? Don't ever put this out to the public. But the okay. other one that I'm referring to, that's the one I call bullshit. But the other one that Pat's talking about, that one was actually good. Like it, it had that serious tone to it, and I think that's why I like He Man Revelation, because it always strike me different. Even as a kid, when I was watching He Man, you walking around with a sword, and yeah. yet you're not cutting nobody up. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're, but in the comics, the comics is a little bit more violent. Like is it, you know it's a little bit more realistic. So when Revelations dropped, I was excited about that, especially with who was backing it. So I liked the backstory. I kind of I really did like the seriousness of the story. In a sense, they kind of remade it twice because you got the serious one and then you got the CG animated one, which the CG animated one was actually surprisingly good. Voltron, Voltron was fire when it came out on Netflix. Like everybody was watching Voltron. That that was tight. Like that was that was good. But a lot of people don't know Go Lion because that's the original animation version of it. And Go Lion, people actually died and people was in fighting pits and all that other stuff. So it was hey, now some of these remakes be fire. Voltron for sure. Thunder Thundercats for sure. I, I, I really did did, you know, Thundercats. Not the cartoony, cartoony one, but the one that was more adult swim type. Oh, tsunami type, because I think it was on like tsunami or something like that, like the late night, late night joints. As far as Power Rangers, I don't think you you don't have to reinvent it because, like Pat said earlier, it it caters to the same type of kid as we growing up as because you know they play it on on the playgrounds and stuff like that. Now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they always try to reinvent that. Now, sometimes it's a little cringy. <laughs> it's a little cringy. But didn't and, you didn't you enjoy the remake, the the uh, the first remake that came out? Oh, two thousand three. Yeah. Hell yeah, I okay. did. Man, that thing okay. was awesome. I loved okay. that. I loved okay. it. Okay. All right. Because because you had consequences. There was consequences in what was going on. It was still funny, but it still had a serious tone to it, especially with Shredder. Like I mean, Shredder Shredder never looked better to me. Okay. When I saw the two thousand three ver- version of it. Okay, and right. someone like TMNT. Now TMNT was definitely hit and miss. Like a, a lot of us purists, we love the '90s version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, right? And 
and I know how you feel about the remakes. And they all remake. <laughs> <laughs> and I know and and they're remaking this thing again. And they're they going back to the drawing board again. <laughs> Which I, okay, so here's my thing with the move the remake movies. A part of me really didn't have a huge issue with it because I knew where they was pulling it from. They was kind of pulling it from the old cartoon we used to watch back in the day, like the one in the late 80s, early 90s. So when I saw the Technodrome and I saw all that, Bebop and Rocksteady, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I see the I see where you where they're going to where they're going at. So I mean, it, it, right. So the live action movies wasn't that bad. Was it better than the 90s movies? Nah. You know, it just wasn't. One, two, or three. It just wasn't. But it was good. It was good. So I mean, awesome. I, I I get exactly where you're coming from because some remakes don't don't go over well. I mean, they. I don't know, man. Like they, I'm still waiting for this Lost Boys remake. Please don't. don't oh, do it's that. coming. They they already confirmed it. They they confirmed a Lost Boys remake. Like it's coming. Yeah. Now now e e before you shit on it. Let me say, let me, because I was, listen, I was thinking just like you, uh -huh. but I thought about it and I'm like, you know what, this can work, but you have to tell it right. You have to get the characters, the actors, actresses, like, it has to be perfect. If you're going to remake okay. this shit, you have to get this shit right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, True. E, True. You, you can remake any movie, but you have right. to get it right. You had to get it right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just, oh, just like that BS that they put out on Netflix with Resident Evil. How hard is it to go to the games, pull from that lore, and put it on screen? It's not that hard to do. The liquors, like that, how they did the liquors in Resident Evil, I, I like how they did them. I like how they did them. Yeah. But, but bro, tell me, how hard is it? to do that they're like oh we're gonna do it to a different direction no don't do that we will sit on that to the day is long and what happened it's canceled it's not going to a second season with no crap sure a lot like we know this was happening we wanted this thing to be canceled we wanted it to be canceled i mean it i don't know e. I, I i don't know i don't i, I don't know I, I i have no idea i have no idea Man, i don't know like the first episode right like i when she got slammed by the giant caliper pillar, I was like, ah, she should have died right here. This this where she should have died. And and I got intrigued a little bit because it looked like more of a survival horror type of deal. There was wasn't a whole lot of gunplay until you find one. I kind of get where they was going at. But when you got a show called Resident Evil, you got to smack people in the mouth right out the gate. You know, usually Jill. Leon, Chris Redfield, Albert Resker, those are really your go-tos. You can't really, I mean, you can just, ah. You, like, Welcome to Raccoon City. Truth be told, I actually liked Welcome to Raccoon City. I actually liked it. That, because they went to the mansion, they were looking for certain things, Wesker was, you know, was a SOB when it came to certain things. And then you kind of catch that that after credit scene where Ada Wong shows up. She shows up like a secret character, which how she was in the game. So I actually digged it. 
But well, well, I mean, well, I mean, look, you know, back to Red Sonia. Red Sonia yeah. can work, but they have to, they have to do it right. Like they, they have to just do it right. Like again, you can remake any movie, but yeah. you have to do it right. Like I don't, and it could be, you know, and I know some people may not want to hear, whatever, whatever. But you know, I wouldn't mind them remaking Back to the Future. I wouldn't mind that. Why, why would you? Are you trolling me right now? No, I'm not trolling. No, I'm I, I'm being dead serious. I wouldn't mind a remake of Back to the Future, but you have to get it right. Like that's one movie you just can't fuck up. You can't. You can't. No, you can't. So you got to get it right to the T. You got to exactly. get it right to the absolute T. If you're gonna do something of that magnitude, um, because Back to the Future is just a, um, it's an iconic movie. It's 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 in American history, like it's American culture, pop culture whatever yeah. you want to call it like that yeah. you know Michael J Fox we, we know who the fuck he is you know yes so yes, yes. Uh, but what I'm saying is you can still remake that movie hey and... you can still have Michael J Fox make a cameo or something like that like as Marty obviously but um but I, I want to say he retired from acting if I'm not mistaken but you can still go in there and do that Red Sonya has to be rated yeah. R it has to be um, yes. Just like yes. if they were to do Conan again, it has to be rated R because Red Sonya is, I want to say she's a Marvel product, if I'm not mistaken. Conan, I know for sure is. Yeah, so, they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it it has to be rated R. Um, but check, we're going to take a quick music break because we got some more stuff to j- jump into, like the Flash, like his screen time, like what, like the screen rating for it. Uh, House of the Dragon, some new news in regarding to Fatal Fury, the video game. Garu Mark of the Wolves 2. There's some new news that just dropped, and I got some news for that too. As well as, we're going to jump on some Dragon Ball superheroes, and what our take on it is, because Thanos, you've seen it, right? I know you heard the news about it. Yes. Yeah, you did. So, number you know, number one movie in America, so we're definitely going to go through the numbers and, and jump into that. And also, Kevin Nash's comments to Will Ospreay. Uh, here we go. That's holds some weight, bro. That holds some weight. Here we go. I'm inclined to agree with what Kevin B. Kell saying, man. But well, we'll I'll be, be back. I'll be happy to hear your take on this, E. I'll be, ha- <laughs> I'll be happy to hear it. Hey, man, look, Kevin Nash is right. I, I'm, I'm not even going to hold the man. Not even okay. going to hold the man. But yeah, we'll be back after this quick music break. Moderate Mark Productions. Turn up team entertainment. Uh, I remember waking up early, hopping on some Sonic Heroes. Looking back at it like, dang man, I feel old. It's all good, still in the neighborhood, pulling jugs, making moves like I did when I was a kid. Never forget the days that were spent playing DBC after we watched it on the TV. We talking about the things that made me who I am now. A real otaku in the flesh and I'm not backing down. We gotta keep the tradition alive, like taking care of a car, keeping the engine alive, run it up. Still remember when Mario Sunshine came out, friends wanted me to go out, but I stayed in the house. I was playing Tekken 4 till 4 Till 4 Aw oh, man, I forgot to do my 
my chores. Do my chores. Ah man, can't remember being poor. Watching yeah. anime, playing PGs. Uh -huh. That was every day. Uh -huh. Waking up real early in the morning. In the morning. Watching anime, chilling with the homies. Playing video games by the hour. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, it ain't nothing like nostalgia. Oh my God. All grown up and we still on it. Spent the whole weekend on Tsunami. Uh -huh. Playing video games by the hour. By the Grown, but we did not care. We were living, got our dreams. Our dreams. Otaku Nation, baby, I be ripping for the team. I just bought Fire Emblem for the 3DS, but it reminds me of Final Fantasy. All the memories at my Uncle Steve's house, me, Shy, and D. Up all night on that NFL street. Uh -huh. oh. Waking up real early in the morning. Yeah. In the morning. Watching anime, chilling uh. with the homies. Yeah. Playing video games by the hour. Uh -huh. It ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. All grown up and we still on it Spent the whole weekend on Tsunami uh -huh. Playing video games by the hour, by the hour. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, it ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. Waking up real early in the morning, in the morning. Watching anime, chilling with the homies Playing video games by the hour uh -huh. Oh my gosh, it ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. All grown up and we still on it How you make a song about nostalgia? You feel me? You know we still on it. I rap for the kids that was too young to stay up and watch his favorite anime on Adult Swim. I rap for the kid that never got to finish that episode of Big O right before school. The school bus always came before it went off. Yeah. Otaku forever. Yo, this is Earth Magic Man, I am Thanos Rick in the building, the Orange Phoenix Morning Show, Thanos Rick, man, I got some news about some Fatal Fury here, man, Fatal Fury video game, I'm pretty sure you remember that. I do, I do, So, what's the good, I mean, what's, what's the good news? Well, obviously, Garu Mark of the Wolves 2 is uh, going to be released. Uh, it got greenlit. So we don't have an actual release date yet on when the new Fatal Fury is going to drop. Because lately with SNK, they've been dropping a lot of King of Fighters games through and through and through and through and through. So they announced at EVO, uh, this past EVO, that there's going to be a new Fatal Fury video game. So some news broke as far as what this game will include. Now, according to twininfinite.net we also learned that while there will be still focus on online play and versus fighting the new fader fury will also have more of a focus on the single player mode compared to snk's recent releases so people that like to play single player a lot like you know more of a deeper storyline there will be a little bit more of a focus on the single player obviously online play is still going down um because you don't really have to tweak it that much just have your online lobby have your casuals have your ranks but the single player would definitely have a focus and um that is a good thing 
Now, this shouldn't be a surprise, though. So though, those who know the series, now, as the Fatal Fury series has an extremely complex story, so it's not surprising that the new one may feature an extensive story mode as well. Now, they are boasting us extensive. Now, speaking of the story, Oda-san acknowledged that the largest time gap from the latest Fatal Fury release and today creates a challenge because many of today's players aren't aware of what happened in previous entries. Now, the team is definitely thinking about this, and they have a few plans to overcome it. Now, ask whether SNK will bring back the old Fatal Fury cast or enact some sort of new generational leap. Otisan did not directly respond, but he did mention that Terry Bogard is definitely in the game. So at the moment, the new Fatal Fury doesn't have a release window or announced platforms. Now, we have to wait for that. And of course, you should stay tuned for full interview as far as Kang of Fighters 15. Now, this actually is new. This actually is pretty new here because with KOL 15, I know I've played it. Uh, I'm pretty sure Savon has played it. I'm pretty sure Pat, me and Pat actually played this together. So um, <clears throat> the single player is actually pretty dope. They, they actually have some still shot storylines. But obviously, people jump on the fighting games for online play. So, Fear of Fury always had an interesting storyline to me, especially the, the the dichotomy or the dynamic between Geese and Terry. And so now you got Rock Howard that was in Garu Mark of the Wolves, which is you know Geese's son, and he has a mixture of Geese's move set and Terry's move set. So that's actually pretty dope. So Terry is for sure is going to be in this new Fear of Fury game. So. Now, Thanos Ray, tell me you've seen House of the Dragon. Does a bear shit in the woods? What, what are you talking about? What are you, what are you talking about? But anyway, before I, address, before I address that, yes, good news about Fatal Fury. Definitely been wanting a new one for quite some time now, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that. You know, we're getting more of these Capcom SNK, I guess, centered games, I guess you could say. You know, so we, we so, definitely need so wait, more hold of that. Up. So hold up. Are you telling me you're going to cop the new Fate of Fury when it drops? You said we don't know when it's coming out, right? Well, we don't know when it's coming out. So t chances are it's going to be next gen. Yeah, I, I know. And you know what, Eve? I thought about that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to buy a new system. Yeah, or a PC. Nah, I'm cool. I'm cool with PC. But I'm, I'm definitely going to have to buy a new system because every time I go to, you know, a Microsoft store, try to, you know, find games to buy, whatever, whatever, they're always pushing the excess, excess, excess. I'm like, all right. So you guys are forcing me to buy this, this damn system. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Nah. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but I will. Well, you already I, know. I'll, I'm, I'm going to jump on PlayStation. But if anything, I'll probably give me a gaming laptop. Like, you know, so I can play some stuff on PC, you know, for <clears throat> for streaming purposes and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited about Fatal Fury, man. It's been so long since the Fatal Fury game has dropped. Yes. Uh, it's been all it's been all KOF, you know, King of Fighters. And, I mean, there's no complaints on that. No, um, but um, a Fatal Fury game is actually pretty dope because King of Fighters is really the first ever big crossover event. People think Marvel's Capcom is, but it's not. King of Fighters is. It literally took all the characters from the SNK games 
and put them all in one game and have and have a 2D fighting game. That basically what that was. Well, I mean, Marvel's Capcom is probably the most popular. Yeah, of um, course. You know, so hey, it is what it yeah, is. Marvel's with that, Capcom but, too being the most popular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, which is fine, but I'm just we we definitely need more fighting games. You know, we we definitely need more fighting games. Um, a new Tekken's coming out, which is good news. Um, yeah. We definitely. We de- yep, yep. Street Fighter Six. We definitely need a new Soul Calibur. We definitely need a. We, I, hey, I love I love Soul Calibur. We definitely need a new Dead or Alive. You know, so like we we need more fighting games coming out. So. Doa. I'm gonna tell you something about Doa. Hey Pat, don't be a fucking hater. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Doa, man. Now Doa took a lot of my attention away from Tekken. After Tekken 3, I played DOA and DOA was doing things Tekken wasn't doing. Like, it felt like an actual fight I was in. You was knocking people through tables. Yes. You was going, you know, off the roof and you continued to fight. You had to do all these things. And I feel like it wasn't until Tekken 7 that I really, really saw that. And that's really when I jumped back on Tekken. But DOA stay stagnant because it was it was a lot of fan service on that and even though the controls are simplistic you can reverse moves you can parry you can do all these other things it just never like reached like the whole next level of reno you know you know reinvention because i feel like if they were to reinvent themselves like per game it will still be prominent you know or close to Tekken. A lot of people don't give Virtual Fighter a lot of credit because when Virtual Fighter came out, Virtual Fighter is is the cornerstone. It is the cornerstone for 3D fighters. Like some people dare say that Virtual Fighter is a deeper fighting mechanic than Tekken because Tekken may have a lot of movesets. Ah, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> the movesets are simplistic, but they're not. And then on top of that, you have actual. You can like have actual martial arts moves being used. It's nothing over the top, like, like there's no superpowers or nothing like that. You like you literally fighting. And a lot of people favor Virtual Fighter over Tekken. A lot of people favor Tekken over Virtual Fighter. So it's kind of like it, it's an acquired taste. Like I the last great DOA game, I will say was was it five? I think five was the last good one that I actually played. And I actually re-downloaded the DOA and I played it for a minute. And you know, not a lot of people was on it. Not a lot of people was on it. It's all about marketing. It's all about marketing. Tekken markets very well. Like with Bandai Namco. They, they, they really market well. So just like Call of Duty. Call of Duty markets very, very well. You may have reshaped maps. You may have play, you may be playing the same thing every year, but people are going to buy it because of the way it markets. So that's, that's I, it. I've, I've never heard anyone put VF over Tekken. I've never heard that personally. For fighting game not, enthusiasts, though, not, it, it, not, I mean, a lot of not, people do put it as far as like listen, the not fighting saying, aspect of it. Yeah. Listen, not not saying those people don't exist. I'm just saying I've never heard anyone put VF over Tekken. I've never heard no. that. So that that that's new news to me. Yeah, and, and Pat said, or another anime fighting game similar to Fighters or DNF. There's that. You know, there's that. So um, now speaking of anime fighters, I mean. 
okay i get what he's saying about anime fighters like stuff in that animated context like blaze blue um you know like guilty gear you know stuff oh, in that that's that a good one. that's a good yeah. one yeah <laughs> yeah blaze blue cross tag that was that was a yeah. good one that was good yeah. um so now you know jojo's bizarre adventure that drops in two days well actually in a couple of days uh the pc drops on the first and the console version drops on the second which i pre-ordered that so i can't wait to play that again which is basically a reimagining of the playstation 3 game but they added amenities they added they added an assist mechanic you got 50 characters to play with out the gate right, out the right, gate right. you got 50 characters to play with so um okay. like savannah's right vf gets looked over because it's been a long gap between virtual fighter games and but vir if it wasn't for virtual fighter you would not have taken it. Listen, just... listen listen i'm not i'm not disagreeing i'm not disagreeing with you one bit e i'm just saying i've never heard it that's oh, all i'm saying yeah, yeah. Like, i mean people you know we we love Tekken. we love yeah. Tekken. you know so i i hey that's me that's just you me you know for me i love Tekken you know? too like i love <laughs> both i just know where my bread is buttered I just, you know, because Virtual Fighter was on Sega Genesis, then it was on Sega Saturn, and then I think Virtual Fighter Evolution was on PlayStation 2, if I'm not mistaken. And when Tekken, you know, when Tekken came out, it was the marketing that actually, like, put that out there, and it wasn't as much marketing for Virtual Fighter. So when they did Ultimate Showdown, the remake, you know, even, I mean, because they did some collabs with Tekken, because you got uh, Tekken skins. On virtual fighter but sometimes i do find myself playing virtual fighter more um but again okay the let, control let scheme what's up let me ask you a question who had the better characters vf or tekken it's really subjective think, think about it that that's really subjective but you know what i don't want to say better who had the cooler characters i mean i tekken King, King, King. I mean, King's the King's the person I'm thinking about the most. King is the is the first person I'm thinking about because King I mean, is, was a lot of people go tos. I mean, listen, I'm not saying BF is trash. I'm just saying Tekken. I think Tekken was the cooler <laughs> game. I I think Tekken was the cooler game over BF. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Virtual like, Fighter I, was more grounded. It, it, it was it was martial arts at its core and everybody had their own martial arts style whether you have grapplers that you had ninjas whether you have true you know you know true. aikido jeet kundo no you know there was those styles that was matching and you Very had to true. be precise in your moveset to Very make true. things work the way they're going to work so Very true but 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 tekken was tekken had the better storyline I think story-wise, Tekken was better. Like I, I, I think you know, it's, it's just, I don't know. I, I think Tekken had a, a lot more to offer when it, in the grand scheme of things. Like I think with VF, we only point to things here and there. But I think when it comes to overall, yeah, I think Tekken just offers more. You know, characters, fighting style, story, you know, gameplay, whatever. I, I think Tekken always offers more compared to VF. Again, I'm not I'm not dissing VF. Yeah. I'm not dissing it. I'm just saying Tekken just Tekken was and, and plus it was more edgy. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I, I just saw Tekken Bloodline on Netflix. I loved it. Surprisingly. Really good anime, by the way. Really good. Surpri really good. Surpri surprisingly, you know, yeah. it was dope. So I'm just like, okay, Tekken 
there's a reason why Tekken is Tekken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know. I mean, a lot of people don't realize there's a virtual fighter anime as well. It was a series. I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's actually on I Amazon Prime. I, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> a virtual fighter anime. <laughs> I, I <laughs> never out. knew that. <laughs> hey, hey, now you know, man. I actually did. I want to say I did a magazine article on uh, fighting games that are anime. And you'll be shocked at what fighting games are anime. There's a Ninja Gaiden anime movie. I have it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it, yeah, Virtual Fight is a little weird because you know, but um, I, I feel like Virtual Fighter is, is niche. Um, it can, it has a certain type of audience, but yes. I, I I do also feel like that it can come back. DOA can come back if it yes. decides to reinvent itself and be a little different because when I play Tekken, I get DOA vibes when I go through the wall or I go through the floor. Well, mostly go through the floor. And you kind of catch that vibe. You know, but Virtual Fighter, you got to be careful of your surroundings because any moment you can get knocked out the ring at any point. Like the tide can turn at any point of the game. So I really like that aspect too. Kind of like Soul Calibur. You know, I, I actually picked up Soul Calibur uh, 6 yeah. and played that I, and I it was it. actually pretty dope. I love it. I, I, I love I admit, Soul Calibur. I love Soul Calibur. I love it. I you love know, it. But the community for it is not as big. I will say no, that. The community is true. not as big for Soul Calibur 6. So. That's true. That's um, true. So, like with Capcom, I know a lot of us have a love-hate relationship with Capcom. Like, Capcom, like, eases the palate a little bit with Street Fighter, but at the same time, it kicks us in the mouth when you don't have Dark Stalkers or Rival Schools or, or any other fighting game that they're known to have. And Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was just straight-up gutter trash. You know the court Wolverine, but you know you got Street Fighter. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> I think you mentioned you know a, a few shows ago. You know Capcom's legal issues regarding Marvel's Capcom Two, and how come we don't see the characters? Like I, I think there's a lot into that because we want a new Marvel's Capcom. You know, like we want yeah. that, and Marvel's Capcom Three Infinite was trash. You know, like we need a re-release or whatever of Marvel's Capcom 2. I think we want that. But like you say, you know, it's the, the legal bullshit and whatever else. It's like, come on, fam. Well, we got it. We got the arcade one-up machine, man. A pre-orders comes out. Pre-orders uh September. Yeah. Yeah, but not everyone's gonna mess with the arcade version, E. Like we want console. We want the console, Xbox, PS5. You know, maybe even the switch. You know, whatever. Like we, we want that. You know what I'm saying? True, but this is your best bet right now, because ain't no telling if we're gonna get a console. No, you're right. We're gonna get or if we're gonna get it. Oh, no, you're right. You know what you're I'm right. Saying? Like you're right. You're right. You're, I would you're love right. to have a compilation <laughs> of of X Men: Children of the Atom, Marvel Marvel Superheroes vs Street Fighter, X Men vs Street Fighter, MVC, MVC Two. Like we have, we've been we've been salivating chomping at the bit for it for to be on console because i know i will cop it i know pat will cop it i know savon will cop it any other listeners that are fgc would oh, cop I'm that it. game I'm, I'm getting it i would right. buy i would buy a next gen just for that game like no question yeah, no question if if, if, if if they announce that tonight i'm buying the next gen tonight <laughs> <laughs> y'all, 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 
first of all, listeners, y'all heard it here first. Y'all know full well Thanos Rick got money. He accuses me of being all rich, going to Greece and shit. He said I will buy a next gen today. You were today. just in Gre- you were just in Greece two nights ago. I was, I was not. <laughs> I was not. I was not. So, all right. So, House of the Dragon, right? Uh, we watched the first two episodes. Now, no spoilers, but what? It already got greenlit for a second season after the first episode. Yeah, but we we, we knew that. Like we knew. Oh, we knew. Yeah, we knew. We that. knew. We knew it was going to be an instant hit. An instant hit. Like we knew that. Like Game of Thrones is one of those properties to where it's like, okay, whatever spinoff, whatever, because they have several spinoffs in the works as we speak. Course. So it's like, okay, you know, we knew it was going to be a hit and every spinoff is probably going to be a hit too yeah. because we love it. Like we, we, we've grown to love this, this property. So House, House of Dragons, it's no different. We love it. We love it. You know what so I'm I saying? So I got a question. So my question is this. Since things were explained in the first episode, man, fuck it. All right, do, do spoilers. Like, do you accept the last season of Game of Thrones now? Like, is it more easier to digest now that things were explained, like the prophecies and stuff like that? I mean, I, I always have. Like, I I didn't have all these issues that other people have with Game of Thrones. Okay. You know, neither did I, I, I. Neither did I. I. I mean, I mean, honestly, I thought it was all blown out of proportion. But I get why people were upset how things went down. I yeah, I, I get it. Could it have been written better? Sure. But yeah. I wasn't I wasn't up in arms, ready to burn down the the, the movie studio. Westeros. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't up in arms with that. But people, you know, people, people and I mean, I've seen people have issues with the, the opening theme song of House of Dragon. Well, it's too right. much like it's, it's it's too much like Game of Thrones. I'm like, come on, y'all, stop. It is Game stop. of Thrones. Jackass! It is Game of Thrones. Stop it. Like, like what? What? The, see, I don't know what some of these people be drinking, man. It's like, well, I got an issue with what's going on in the last episode because in the last episode, you know, uh, the king was was almost set up to marry, you know, a, a very young, you know, young lady. She was twelve years but old. She was twelve, 12 years old. old. Twelve, twelve years old. So I'm like, wait a minute, y'all know the Targaryen way. Don't be sh- shocked by this shit. Because we was introduced to this way before. We was, we was actually warned about this in Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones. Well, but that I, didn't I, happen, though. Well, I, I think the issue was the age. Yeah, of course. Again, yeah. the king is old as fuck, and the the girl, uh, I think her name was Laria Valerian. I can't remember her name, but she was she was twelve. And yeah, I guess 12. to 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 you know unite the houses and make one big power. You know, in in the land, you know, you have to marry so and so to establish that. Well, the king's wife died, his heir died in childbirth, or whatever the case may be, in the most jacked up way possible. And nobody wanted his daughter to be queen because a queen of of that sits on the throne is is unheard of. So you have to have a male heir. So the king needs yeah. to marry somebody and have male heirs. So one of the the I guess women of, of choices was this little 12 year old girl mm. and you know that kind of rubbed people the wrong way but I'm like well I mean but miraculously that was, but that but did that not was, happen <laughs> well no that, that was going to happen like like you cannot visually have that on television you can't of course not you know what I'm saying so that, be that wasn't going to happen and everything else. 
Yeah, like that wasn't gonna happen. That wasn't gonna no, happen. Never. Like to think happen. that was gonna happen <laughs> on TV yeah. was asinine. Like, yeah. like, oh man, it's too close. I'm like, because yeah. with Walter Frey, Walter Frey had many daughters. Yes. And and he's been seen slapping girls on the ass. And I know for well, well, per show standards, per show. In the show, they was underage. Obviously, in real life, they wasn't. But, you know, it, it already depicted this already. You know what I'm saying? And the king yeah. is not that way. He's not Walter Frey. He's no. he's actually a soft-spoken type of king. And Damon is right on his brother that he's soft. He's not fit to be that because he looks at his council to solve most of the problems for him. Except for his daughter, you know, Rhaenyra, you know... <laughs> I, I love, love her, man. I love her. I love, I love Damon, man. Damon might be my favorite character. Damn, see, because you bad. don't know where to put him. You don't know what category, what box to put him in. Because he's, he's badass. He is badass to the to the core. He's badass. He's a badass character. I love him. I love him. Until he comes across his niece, because his niece literally flew up there and said, "Listen, give me the goddamn egg. Give that me the was egg badass. Right now. That was badass. Give me the egg. You can badass. kill me." Yeah. But you're gonna have some problems on your hands. So yeah. look, yeah. give me the egg, I'll be out. That was badass. I'll give you that E. That was badass. Yeah. That was badass. She she, you know, rolled that motherfucking dragon like, yo, Unc, listen. Unk, <laughs> 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 listen, it ain't going down like this now. <laughs> you know what this I'm saying? isn't the way. <laughs> this isn't the way. And Damon was like, you. and Damon was like, all right, niece, here, take the fucking egg back. Fine. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, Damon, Damon loves, because I think Damon and her are supposed to wed and have children. I think if, if the story goes the way it's supposed to, they're supposed to get together and have children. Ah. I think. I think. Now, I'll have to look at the, because if you go online, they, they have like a, they got a Targaryen storyline, which I, uh, I refuse to watch well, because I want well, you know what I want to well, be shocked. Well, well, it's it's the family tree, and yeah. there's all these family trees on on Google. You just Google the family tree. And I think her and Damon are supposed to get together and have kids. I think. Now, of course, that can change. It could. That but, can very well change. I mean, because George R.R. Martin has more of a hands-on thing than yeah on House of the Dragon more so than the last season of Game of Thrones. So yeah. you're going to definitely see more of the lore in that. Yes. So, um, it's very interesting. Rhaenyra is definitely my favorite character thus far, um, because she's really trying to break all these barriers, and she is slowly. She's doing that now. Corliss, Corliss is <laughs> Corliss is a very interesting character because now he has an alliance with Damon temporarily. Have have you know it? Well, however the case may be, but I'm looking for a lot of death coming. Like it's, I think it's setting up for some big deaths. And well, his, well, his it wife. Might be a time jump. Well, listen, his wife is, of course, King Viserys' cousin. Right. She was up for that throne, but then she got passed over. So she married yeah. Corlys, and you know, Corlys, you know, the mo has the wealthiest house in the land, and you know, he runs the shipping lanes, and you know, he wants power, and he yeah. wanted his wife, or really his children, which was, you know, his daughter, the the, the twelve year old. You know what I'm saying? If she marries the king and like like that, that's how we get to power through marriage, through children, like like that how it was done, you know, then. So Corliss has his own ambition. And you know, him and the king. I mean, you, you can tell him and 
him and the king weren't seeing eye to eye on everything nah because corliss seems like he has the most power because he's i think he explained that at the council meeting like we have the most powerful this 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 like if well, you like the houses we have this is this 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 well like, he he's he's the wealthiest because again okay. with, with the shipping lanes but as you saw in episode two the ships are being attacked by you know pirates or whatever whatever so of course like well look if i can't get my ships whatever then i'm fucked you know what i'm saying so of course he goes to damon damon look your brother's tripping do something <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, All right. so you know, Corlys and, and King Viserys just aren't seeing eye to eye. You know what I'm saying? And of course, you know, the hand, Otto Hightower, he definitely don't, don't like Otto. He hates Otto. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, look, I want the hand of the king to die, man. I want Damon to be the one to kill him. Well, he just he got might... that smug look on his face, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm just above you. I just want Damon to just chop his head off. That's it, man. Just. Just do away with this cat. Because I thought when they met at Dragonstone, I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Damon about to end this man's existence. Nah, but Otto. It didn't happen. Otto, Otto has a, a bigger part to play. And as you saw, his daughter is going to be the one to marry the king. You know what I'm saying? Which, <laughs> which, which he plotted for, that. Which he plotted yeah, that. For power. Which that puts her and Renera. What's her name? Renera? Renera? Yeah, Renera. You know, because they're friends. So now yeah. they're at odds. So now every, yes, everyone because she everyone, didn't even tell Rhaenyra she didn't tell exactly. her she was like they look dead in her face and like bitch exactly I took you out <laughs> that, that basic so, Rhaenyra, that the look on Rhaenyra's face was was priceless she was like ah I see what you're doing I, so you you see you my best friend and all right all right so all right. basically then I see you in the alley so basically everyone at the end of episode two is at, is at odds everyone yes everyone everyone it's, it's, it's tense now it's real tense you know what His, I'm saying? It, the Dance it, of Dragons. Now, it wasn't that way in Game of Thrones in the beginning. Like, it was a buildup to everyone being at odds. But House of yes. the Dragon, it starts off, okay, now we, we all fucking hate each other. All of us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, that th that's interesting. That's interesting. So, the plot. The plot it, thickens, yeah. man. So, check it. Uh, also, uh, with the Flash, uh, they actually had a private screening and they had a lot of positive feedback from the flash obviously you know ezra miller um you know apologized you know with warner brothers he's going to see help see some treatment thank god uh so the flash is coming so uh, i seem like there's a lot of positive feedback from the flash movie so you know it, it's coming man it's coming it's coming well i'm also hearing batgirl might just drop after all i, I think they're still in talks to release it or whatever really like, like is, they're, it, is it going to be in theaters or they're, they're they're trying to save it like there's a real push to have that have that movie saved so no, nothing really confirmed yet i think they're still in talks but yeah you know there is a push to save that movie so like with i know some people's up in arms with the batgirl being canceled and, and stuff like that because of who was playing it but that wasn't that wasn't the reason batgirl was canceled it wasn't because of the ethnicity of the person that was playing it. it. I think like with Warner Brothers, what they was doing is that whatever vision that they have after they, you know, after this merger, the Batgirl wasn't part of that vision at that point in time. It wouldn't have made sense. It would have probably been a standalone movie because you know DC have a couple standalone movies, some good, some bad. They got a Joker two coming out with, I think, Lady Gaga supposed to be Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't, I don't even know. That probably get canceled in, in itself. So I think I they're trying it. to bring it all together and have it. some kind of continuity. I doubt that one will get canceled because the first one was a hit. So I, I, I doubt that one will get canceled. Well, this one probably going to tank. It's probably going to tank. I think a lot of people like the Joker movie because of the the emphasis on Joker's psyche as far as his mental instability, what may have caused him to be a certain way. Maybe make you feel sorry for the Joker, but I don't because, hell, the Joker did a lot of a lot of jacked up shit. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So, um, you, <laughs> there's no redemption for this man, okay? There's no redemption for the Joker. Don't, don't feel sorry for the Joker. Batman has all the reason to kill him, yet he doesn't. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the Flash is coming out, so it, it's it's been greenlit for sure. There's a lot of positive uh, feedback from the private screenings, so be on the lookout for that. So, we're going to take another music break, and we're going to jump into a release that came out today. And for our fans out there, I am guarantee you this is going to be a treat. I am super, super, super excited that this game is out for release, and it's released for all consoles, including PC as well. Thanos Rick. As well, we're going to talk about Dragon Ball Superhero the movie, because you know Thanos Rick, I'm about to go the piss off. You know I'm about to go off. And of course, Kevin Nash's comments with Will Ospreay. So, we'll be back after this music break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What? Legendary Becker. Sometimes I feel like Axel. Hey. Chop competition like a martial arts master. Whoa. Plays through the streets with the strength of a dragon. Whoa. Gotta stop the boss even if we wreak havoc. Yeah. Video game rap. No, not that same trap. I'm so retro. retro. I remember retro, those yeah. days staying up. Watching my Uncle Decky play the Nintendo. Hey, Becker, we can walk. I'm playing Star Fox and I got it for the N64. Dreamcast, make it last. Won't ever sell that. Yeah, I promise I will not let go. The cartridge. Me and Marjorie used to play Battle Brand. Tony Hawk Underground 2. How I'm hitting stunts. Do what I say when I press A, you jump. You need bigger, the bars got you in Bioshock. Came back one time, but you died twice. That's the real definition of a half life. When you speak to me, you only half right. It's early in the morning, but I'm playing for a night. It's the legend of Baker. Will you be so kind? Leave rupees on my table. Fairy tale chain on my neck, playing fable. So many video games, we don't need cable. I'm an angel, but right now the combat evolved. Uh -huh. Mortal Kombat, you all. No close calls, the gear was special. Hit them with the twisted metal. Sly Cooper, how we came and snuck in the sector. Yeah. Video game rap, no, not that same trap. I'm so retro. retro I remember retro, those yeah. days staying up, watching my Uncle Jackie play the Nintendo. Hey, Becker, we you are. I'm playing Star Fox, and I got it for the N64. Dreamcast, make it last. Won't ever sell that. Yeah, I promise I will not let go. Blow the cartridge. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja 
threat. You Earth's Matt the Mad Scientist thing knows Rick. Now you already heard the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle theme. Now today, August 30th, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, PC, Nintendo Switch, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection is out. It is released today. So you might want to copy it. It is only 40 bucks, people. It's only 40 bucks. You might want to get your hands on it. Now, Thanos Rick, do you know what's included in this game? I do not. I do not. Well, my friend, you are in for a treat. You have all the, all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games from Game Boy, all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games, including the original arcade and the fighting game on NES. You have all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games on Super Nintendo, as well as the TMNT games on Sega Genesis. That's Hyperstone Heist, Tournament Fighters, Turtles in Time, the arcade game. Yes, sir. All of them are on this collection, bro. Comes out today. It's out right now, Thanos Rick. Now, here's a, here's a unique thing. Here's a unique thing about this Cowabunga collection is that if you go into the Turtles layer, is it where you can find collector's items? You can see comic book covers of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, you can see the TV opening screens for all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games and uh, movies, not movies, but uh, TV series. And also, you can see magazine ads for every single Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that ever was released in the US. Not only that, you see ads and media prints never before seen by fans in the Turtles layer. And I'm just barely scratching the surface here. I'm just barely scratching the surface. And this game and this collection has online co-op for at least, I want to say at least four games. Tournament Fighters, the arcade game. So you can play that as well. Um, also, when you play the NES version, you can turn the flicker off. Because you know there was some slowdown when you played the original game on Nintendo in certain stages because there was too many too many moving parts on the screen you can actually turn that off there are also cheat codes in the menu for those games you can turn it into god mode infinite lives and there's actual strategy guides for each stage you play on every game like konami did like it's due diligence when it came to this game when it came to kyle bunner collection like it got a nine out of ten a nine out of ten high ratings across the board for Cowabunga collection. So Thanos Rick, if you haven't gotten this game, if you haven't gotten a, a game lately, this is the one to get. Well, I'm certainly intrigued. I ain't you know I had all, all that shit. God damn. <laughs> you know. Um, I'm intrigued. What what systems? Yeah. All systems. Every not, single one. Not just next gen. Not just next gen, everything. Pat Venner says uh, it still has the Konami code. Hey, like, bro, you ain't even got to put the code in there. It, it's you ain't even got to unlock shit. It, it's just there. He was like, oh, okay, because when you fight certain bosses or whatever, um, it gives you a strategy guide on how to defeat the boss, on how really? to do it. it. Like, it even do a little video of what's going on. They even got a watch mode where 
they have people that play the game and flawlessly went through each stage without getting hit no i don't i don't have it yet but i, I think i'm gonna copy it like when i get off the show so i definitely want to copy it so um you know if you're down if you're down pat Vinny, if you're gonna copy of course you already know we're gonna do online play you already know what time it is Thanos Rick, you might want to cop that too, bro. Because I think I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get it on the Switch and I'm going to get it on uh, on my PlayStation too. Because I heard on the um, OLED screen, on the Switch, it's very nice. Very nice. Okay. Okay. I can't wait, okay. man. I'm excited. I, it, this game snuck up on me because I thought this game wasn't going to come out till later because Shredder's Revenge, we know, came out you know a month or so ago and i absolutely love it like i still have it so love every bit of it but here come cowbunga collection <laughs> pat, pat accusing me of taking all the pizzas man taking all the pizzas. okay I, pat, I, I, be, I believe pat wow so yeah this is I, 2022 I believe, for real man I, I believe pat e i wouldn't put it past you <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So let me explain something here. When we're playing Shredder's Revenge, right, and we're playing on a stage that like the screen just constantly moves, I'm near it. Like, is nobody near this pizza? Like, I can't avoid it. You know what I'm saying? Like most times, most pieces I do get, it's like a single one. But in Shredder's Revenge, it helps everybody. Depends on what pizza you get. But it's like I'm right next to it at the time that it might be inside of a balloon or something and it just pops out and I'm right there near it. And it's like, <laughs> Pat accused me of taking every piece of man. I didn't Pat, take I every believe piece of bro. I didn't take all of Pat, them. Pat, I believe you. I believe everything you say, Pat. Wow. Wow, bro. Wow. I, I thought we was better than this. I thought we was better than this. No, E. We he thought you refused to slap hand. Hold up, hold up, hold no, up, hold no, up. No, up. E. No, no, E. We thought you were better than this. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I always try to slap hands to give people health. And I'm saying that, man, what am I doing? What's going on? What's going on? Will it be the one who's just moving around constantly? He can't stay still so I can slap hands with him. I slap hands with Pat more than anybody else. <laughs> slap hands with Pat more than anybody else. I've been trying. I've been trying out here. Dang, man. But listen, listen. All right. That, so with the original Cowbunga collection, you might want to get your hands on that pizza, though, because I don't think those pieces like is good for everybody this time. It's not like Shredder's Revenge. I think it's like the original, original. The only thing different is the, the Pizza Hut background. You know how sometimes they got the Pizza Hut like emblem in the background as you playing the game? Obviously, that's been removed because, you know, the licensing and all that good stuff. But that's gone. But uh, but well, moving e, on. I guess I guess we, e, we'll never know. Can she have all the pizzas? I guess we'll never know whether it's good or bad. Well, when you think you know people, boy. when you think you know people, but you but you know what, Rick? You, you, you know what, fucker? <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you know what, Rick? Look, you have you seen Dragon Ball Super Heroes yet? You seen it, right? Yeah, I saw it. And you, you, know what, it. E, you know what, E? I'm going to let you go first because you probably won't like what I have to say. Oh, so no, 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 go, no, 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 no. So what do you so have go to go ahead say first? And, No, no. Go ahead and go first. 
you're probably not gonna like what I have to say. So go ahead, okay. go. I, the, the, the floor. I will not. I won't interrupt. Matter of fact, cut the music because I want the fans. Not the fans. I'm sorry. I want the listeners to hear what Ersmac, the mad scientist, Vegeta lover, Goku hater, has to say. Jesus Christ. All right. All right. So <laughs> when I saw the first trailer for Dragon Ball Superheroes, I was not with the animation. I really wasn't. I'm like, ah, why did you go this route or whatever? But as I sat and watched the movie, the animation was absolutely pretty good blended. It was a pretty, pretty good blend between anime and CG. More than more so than anything I've I've seen in the past. So it's certain things like the, the movie was good. Like the number one movie in the US, number one movie in the world. It is the highest grossing Dragon Ball movie to date. Like by the numbers. It is is definitely did its due diligence. Now it was some things I would change in the movie. Like, you know. I wouldn't have Piccolo wish for the potential to be unlocked. I'd rather him train to get to that point. But I understood the sense of urgency at the same time because, you know, the hop about a time chamber and blah, 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 blah. The whole the thing with Gohan. But really, I think one of the things is that everybody just wanted to see Gohan reach a whole nother level. Like, you know, Gohan was really the biggest crime in Dragon Ball. That he he got domesticated and that's what happened. Piccolo never shot away from that in this movie. I feel like this movie was very self-aware of what's going on, especially with the dub, how sometimes it picks at itself. And I really did like how it, you know, how they showcase going. Because really, you couldn't tell it was an ass pull power up because people in the theater was just cheering for the simple fact that Gohan reached this whole other level. So there's that. Um, Piccolo and Gohan got it, got their shine. That was really what people wanted. That's really all they wanted, just for them to get their shine, because for a very long time, it has been all about Goku and Vegeta. You know, the other Z fighters were kind of like going off by the wayside. Y'all chop ass been left, but <laughs> it, it it is what it is. But in my opinion, it was a good movie. Is it my favorite movie? No, but it was very good. I did like it. You know, I got, I even got next to the animation. So it was actually a pretty decent movie. Thanos Rick, what you got? I think this movie shouldn't have been made. Really? Why is that? Number and one. I'm not done with it. I'm not done, by the way. I just wanted you to go off first. Number one, why is the Red Ribbon Army back in the fold? Uh, typically, they honestly they never left. You know, I mean, it was certain see, people. Because see, my my main issue with Dragon Ball is, well, one of them is they have a tendency of bringing back characters who I thought were done, right. but for whatever, but for whatever reason. You know, we keep seeing these characters pop back up. Like, bro, didn't you die like 18 seasons ago? So now you're back. What are you doing here? Red Ribbon Army, Gamma 1, Gamma 2. This whole you, and this whole Android story arc, I'm like, why? Now, you can't tell me Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 wasn't lit, man. Because they was, they was out here whooping ass. 
You can't say they e, wasn't lit now. E, e, how many movies and shows have we focused on Androids and Red Ribbon? And that's including uh, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. And, and, and Dragon Ball GT, for that matter. How many? Uh, GT don't even matter. GT, GT is non-canon. You well, throw that shit since trash. they released it, we're going to include it. No, I can't, that shit is because, non-canon. Because, because I, can't, I can't unsee it, so I'm going to include it. <laughs> I, I, I trust me. I unseen it like I unseen the Dragon Ball movie. Oh, uh, no, okay. No, you I, yes, no, you I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I still re- shit. You still remember it, so you know what? E- <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I do you, not. You can't unsee so, it because you still okay, remember. Okay, so it. the Red Ribbon Army was introduced in Dragon Ball. They didn't resurface until the Android Saga and Dragon Ball Z, which was years later, and. Honestly, if you really think about it, they only appeared twice. And don't really, really, the whole don't Red Ribbon sell. Army wasn't destroyed. Don't, 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 I mean, Cell, but that's all don't. in one, though. People say Android and Cell Saga. It's just all one saga, to be honest. It is. But it is. So um, so only twice. And then really, really think about it. And Android 13, certain... 14, 15. Don't forget them. You talking the movie? Yes, the movies. The movies, the show. The, that, the movie that's not like, real? The movie the that we can't un- scenario? The movie, the movie that we can't unsee. <laughs> the movie that we can't unsee. E, don't, don't try to evade it. E, don't try to. I'm not trying it. to evade I, it, I, but, but I mean, if, I, you, I know but you if you're trying to, to put those movies in there, to. yes, e, we have to. But those, they're non-canon, so they don't matter. Those movies don't matter. GT don't matter. So if you take those out of the equation, they only appear twice. And honestly. Goku only eliminated certain figureheads of Red Ribbon Army. He didn't destroy the entire Red Ribbon Army. Pat, There's that too. My point is, Pat, my point is it would have been better if it would have been brand new villains from brand new areas, but they keep bringing back this old ass shit and they finally want to give Gohan his love after how many years? E, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over I mean, it. but it, it was it was explained Great, though listen, how, how, he, how, how his hand was forced because Great Piccolo anime, has trained listen, Gohan from day one. I you know it. what takes him off. I get it. I get it. E, you're right. not wrong. Great animation. That's all good and dandy. I know you weren't, but I guess you came around to it. I didn't really mind it. I'm just saying, E, I thought it was a waste of time to see this goddamn movie. And I think uh-huh. they should go back. I think they should go back to the drawing board and do something totally new. No Frieza, no Cell, no Androids. No, just no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? Let's do something totally new. I right. enjoyed Super so because we because we saw new characters. Hell, we even had new Saiyans. I'm like, you know what? I can get behind Super. This was great. Barrett and GT, yes, 100% agree. You know what I'm saying? But I enjoyed Super because we had new. It was just new. It was It was fresh, and I loved it. It was great. But this movie, I'm like, no. I could live without this movie. It's a waste. Oh, okay. Ga- Ga- right. Gamma get, one get, and get. Gamma two. Gamma one and Gamma two. Okay. How about we change the names of these characters? Get like that. That's not even. What is this? What am I looking at? But Android. Okay. So what's the difference between Gamma one and Gamma two and Android seventeen and eighteen? They were generic names. All androids have generic names. Gamma one and Gamma two was just a different a different direction though. I mean, Gamma One and Gamma Two was really good in their fighting skills to be to be a whole hundred. Of course they like, are. You can't. Of, of of course they were. That's how they wrote it to be. They had to be. Yeah, but the androids—they don't tire. Like, I mean, they even explained that. 
to go okay. on. Like, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Already, like, it, like, but but we knew that. We knew that because of they're, they're machines. So that that's nothing new. E, this ain't yeah. new knowledge. None of this is new except for gamma one, gamma two, and all these other people. I'm like, eh, eh. Okay. And you're right. Number one movie in America. I'm pretty sure it made a whole bunch of money. You know, Japan, US, UK, whatever, whatever. I get it. People love it. I get it. But I'm not speaking for y'all. I'm speaking for me. And what I'm saying is you could have done better with this. If you're going to introduce an an entirely new Dragon Ball movie, give me something new that I've never seen before. Let's okay. let's 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 stick with this energy of new and fresh. Okay. How about that? Right. How about you give me new, that? Uh, okay. Gamma one and gamma two and red ribbon. Because I mean, e, I mean, how 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 much longer can we eat off of this red ribbon shit? So everything, I mean, what it and like you just said, we don't know how many people were killed off in red ribbon. So there are more people, more generals, more bosses, more. I mean. It, I mean, it, actually, it, with this movie, everybody is gone at this point. Like, Hedo was are you really sure? the last. Yeah, are you sure? Hedo was, at, Hedo was actually the last person, <laughs> but Hedo ended up joining, <laughs> ended up joining Capsule Court. Like, that, that's okay. it. Like, Commander Black, Commander Black killed his father. Yeah. Like, died yeah. Pat, Pat said. So, Hedo yeah. is going to go into Capsule Court. He's really the last person, honestly. And he didn't really want to be in Red Ribbon Army. I mean, he had this, this concept on heroes and villains. That's why he put the hero complex. And gamma one and gamma two, but let's get to the meat and potatoes of this shit right here. Did you see the Did you see the post credit scene? Yeah, I saw it. Okay then. I mean, so I'm gonna tell you I right mean, now. I'm going to I fuck mean, off at this point. There was a one on one fight that we orchestrated to let Broly know. Look, bro, you can't let let off your energy like this. There's a way to control your energy and still not destroy your planet. Goku Vegeta demonstrate here. Y'all have a one on one fight. Winner goes. Blah 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 blah. It didn't show the whole fight, but it showed a good gist of it. The post credit scene shows Goku and Vegeta out of breath. Vegeta throw the last punch, knock Goku down. Goku says he got me. I don't want to hear shit else. Vegeta got the dub. I don't want to hear shit else. I don't want to hear shit else. There's no, there's no other, there's no other parameters. There's nothing else going on. As I said in the past, in the present, Vegeta is the better. And and you saw it firsthand. Maybe that's why you calling this movie trash because your boy lost. Because your boy took a nail. E, you hate Goku. Like that's already been. I don't hate him. I don't hate Goku. So so everything. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you some scenario. So everything. Everything you just said, I take with a grain of salt. If I take it at all, you know what I'm saying. So he took a L. He lost. He lost. I saw the little whatever, whatever. But I mean, E, that don't mean if they fight again that Goku will take the L. You're going Man, off, of, he off of one lost. bout. So he, you sound a little no, ridiculous. No, he lost. You sound they a little three. ridiculous. No, 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 no. I, I'm explaining. I'm explaining. I don't hate Goku. Okay. You do. You do. No, but I, I, I have said this in the past I wish that you Goku would stop lying to Pat and BC. I ain't lying. Goku, I wish you would stop lying. <laughs> I, I, if you compare Goku and Vegeta, Vegeta has a deeper character development than Goku. Goku uh, always been the good guy. He always been the good guy. So there was nothing to do with him other than overcome uh, odds as far as like who he goes up against. Then that's that's where your character development starts and ends. With Vegeta, there's a redemption arc with him because he started off as an evil planet busting Saiyan to start a family 
to eventually care about his family, to eventually care about his kids. And then you got, because some of the most iconic things that you have seen in Dragon Ball Z, most of them, some of them as actually came from Vegeta. The most heartwarming moments came from him. When he told his son, listen, I never hugged you before in my life, but I'm going to need Piccolo to take care of you because I got to save you and your mom. Take care of your mother. Like, that's that's one of those things. And if you really look at story-wise, Goku's body count ain't that big. His spirit bomb never really killed anyone except for Majin Buu, except for Kid Buu. It, you know, it didn't work against Vegeta. It didn't work against Frieza. It, it more or less pissed them off. I mean... The first time Goku and Vegeta met, Vegeta won. Hands down. It took Krillin and Gohan to help to defeat Vegeta. And Goku was down and out. He had to give his energy to Krillin to shoot the spirit bomb to bounce off of Gohan to hit Vegeta. Goku, other than that, Goku was no longer involved in that fight. So, he already lost. So we're going to forget how Vegeta transformed into an ape and Goku couldn't. That's his, that's his ability. That, huh? But no, Goku no, we're gonna bypass it. it because so that, that, that is advantage. his ability. E, stop it. E, stop. No, 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 stop no, no, no. this. E, Vegeta had the clear advantage of transforming, and Goku did not. So we can't just bypass and just dismiss it. Okay, right? it didn't okay. help Vegeta you win that. the fight. You got that. So we need to stop doing this. E, because E, no, 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 when, you got when, this. Because what, that, that leads you like to, to do. The... No, 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 no. I'm gonna <laughs> stop you because E, what you like to fucking do? You want to say, well, hey, Vegeta had the best storyline. He had the best things and the best dad, and he loves his kids. And Goku hates his kids. E, I don't give a fuck. Who is the? I mean, better he don't give fighter? a shit about his kids. Be honest. Who is the, you know, who is the better fighter? And you want to choose? Vegeta is apparently because they you, you want to choose one bout. And no, say, I'm well, choosing Vegeta, three. Well, I'm choosing is, three because I gave you one, and that was in. Hold up, I gave you one that was in the Saiyan saga. The second was Goku clearly had the advantage. He just not did just didn't use Super Saiyan three. He just didn't do it. That was his fault. He had the ability. He could have beat Vegeta in that second fight when it was Super Saiyan versus Super Saiyan. He didn't do it. That was his goddamn fault. Vegeta okay. used okay. every okay. everything well, at his disposal, well, well, and that what? was part of his that was part of his technique. E, now, on top of that, said, e. this no, ain't no, the first no, no, time no, no, Goku no, no, ever no, fought no. someone stop, that was bigger than him. Stop! 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 Think about what you just said, E. Think about what you just said. You said Goku could have beaten him, but he didn't. So what does that tell you? He lost. No, Goku could have beaten him, but he didn't because Goku spared. He gave mercy. Goku could have whooped his ass, but he didn't. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Who e, got knocked out? E, e, stop. E, stop. Who got stop. knocked out? Because, because now, now you're, make, you're not making any sense. You're not making any sense. The first bout, I told you Vegeta had the clear advantage, which he used, because Goku couldn't transform. The second bout, you already admitted it. Goku could have whooped his ass, but he didn't. So Goku he, showed he mercy. Goku showed mercy. Don't mean that Vegeta's better. It just means that, hey, Goku, I showed your ass mercy. I could have whooped your ass, but I didn't. Because I felt sorry for you. That don't mean a goddamn thing that Goku <laughs> is better. Okay. Goku showed all right. mercy. Eliminate, all right, and, eliminate that fight from the then, equation. Eliminate movie, Super Saiyan. You choose one bout, and you want to say, well, Vegeta's the best of all time. E, stop it. E, oh, you're better, you're I never better said the best than of all time. E. Yeah, you did. I never said the best yeah, of all did. time. Because e, you if always you want to say the best of all time, you would have to say Whis, because Whis was the strongest person on that planet. He's the angel. He's even stronger than Beerus. So th there's that. So... Goku no Vegeta is the, is the strongest at you know at any points in the imagination. It is Whis at, at on that planet. Well, hell, probably Broly, honestly, because it took Goku and Vegeta to fuse to even beat him. But there's that. So just take the take the Majin Vegeta and Goku out that equation. 
Now go and so yeah, Goku did send Vegeta up to heaven, but that didn't take him down though. He came back. He used his own technique, which he has on Vegeta. Now on Goku. Now Goku, this ain't the first time Goku fought someone that was large like that. He fought Piccolo like that, and he defeated Piccolo as a kid. So there's no excuse for that shit. So he because he's done it before. He fought Vegeta at that at that point in time at that size and lost. Period. That was his that was his L. Now, if if you was going one-on-one with someone and you got a full-blown technique that you could use that can beat this person and you choose not to lose use it and you lost, the, the, the proof is in the pundit. You lost that fight. That's just what it is. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, you you should have did it. That's what it was. So Vegeta is a warrior through and through. He is battle tested. Goku is too. But Vegeta knows what to do when it comes to defeating someone. The highest body count in Dragon Ball Z goes to Vegeta and Piccolo. They don't show no goddamn mercy because they know what problem's gonna surface later. Goku, however, lets people slide sometimes against other people's wishes and you get these problems. Now, Vegeta fucked up royally when he went up with Cell and he let him go perfect Cell because his pride took over. Then he got his ass whipped. So, so there's that. So I, I've solely fought Vegeta in that in that regard. But Whis has told Goku and Vegeta their strengths and weaknesses. So at that point in time, Vegeta does have higher, in, in a sense, higher potential because he sees things sometimes before Goku sees it. But that doesn't mean Goku won't achieve those goals without thinking it's just that vegeta is acknowledging the fact that sometimes he doesn't think so that's why in the movie you saw him meditate he like i had to strengthen my mind first because notice how jiren was fighting us it's almost like it was just a poetry in motion when he fought me and you so we need to get to that point and we said you're absolutely correct because it's not all about strengthening your muscles you got to strengthen your mind too so you know, there's, you know, there's that. But the current bout right now, the current fight right now that happened on Super Movie, Goku lost, Vegeta won. Now, Goku may win the next fight. Who knows? He may win the next fight. And I got no issues with that if Goku wins the next fight. I really don't. Yeah, you, yeah, you do, E. Yeah, you do. I don't. Because you, you hate Goku. Every time you hate hit, him. you slander him. I don't him. hate him. You, Anybody you Goku that watches Dragon Ball says... The, deep, the, the deeper character developments comes from Piccolo, Vegeta, and the dynamic e, between Piccolo, Gohan, and Pan. Those, those e, are really I, the deeper storyline. E, I don't think you realize the things you be saying. <laughs> and I think I think you try to be objective, but you really can't when it comes to Goku, Vegeta. I don't, I don't, I don't because, hate Goku, man. Because every, I, I, I mean, I like Goku as a character, but he's had, like... Every combo we've had, e, it's, it's really been anti-Goku. And I, I really want to let you know that. It's, it's been anti-Goku. But I, I apologize. You may, I apologize. Not see, you may not see that, E, but listening to you... For as many years as I have, you are very anti-Goku and pro. Well, I apologize you, if it you sounds that way. But, <laughs> but in a way, Goku is the Superman in this story because Superman really is not a deep character. He's really don't, it's not that compelling. The only the, the the first compelling story that he had was when he died. Oh shit, Superman got his ass whooped. He he's dead. That was really one of the best selling comics ever because that was something different. Well, because Superman, well, nothing Superman could kill him. 
Truman as a character was always whack. Me and you both agree on that. Like, yeah, yeah, a he rock, was playing. A green, a green rock. This fucker can fly, laser eyes, can see through walls, super strength, super speed. I'm like, okay, this guy, of course he has no, what? of course I mean, he has no. He's Kryptonian. Yeah, and, tonight. Yeah, know? yeah, and, and his planet yeah. got blown up. I get it. But Superman, is, besides that little green rock, he's perfect. Nothing can hurt him. So it's like, okay. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Kryptonite and magic and, and mental shit, too, can fuck him <sighs> okay. up. Okay, okay. Yeah, those, those right. are his main three weaknesses. All right, all right. Black Adam that, gives him problems. That That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's his, what I'm saying. His, that's what I'm saying. Su- Superman his, his powers are character- all physical for the most part. Superman is just not. I never liked Superman. I never liked him. I don't me like neither. Superman. I mean, but I mean, me neither. you know, as, but, as his feet. But as as far as Goku and Vegeta is concerned, and my point that I made to you way back when was obviously the writing team behind Dragon Ball Z or whatever, whatever. Goku, everything moves through Goku. He is the common denominator of all the storylines. So. Yes. Whether or not Vegeta is this and he's killed this, this many people, that's all good and dandy but everything runs through Goku. Goku will always find a way to ascend to a higher level over anyone. You know what I'm saying? Even when he goes up against Jiren and whoever else, Goku always figures the shit out. Even, even when he loses, he always figures the shit out. The uh, second time okay, around. now I will say you know now, I will because, say because if Goku, it wasn't for Vegeta, Goku, Goku wouldn't be Jiren. But if it wasn't for Vegeta, Goku wouldn't have beat Jiren. I'm just saying he figures the shit out. He learns. You keep saying, "Well, Goku has don't have the fighting mind." E, I challenge you on that because I think Goku does have a fighting mind. It might not be as polished as Vegeta no. because I mean he was overseeing his minions or whatever you want to call them. They've been blowing up planets on, on behalf of Frieza. You know, like his, his dad is the Vegeta comes from a background. That Goku Royal, doesn't come strategy. from. So of course yeah. Vegeta has the advantage over that E. That duh. That's obvious. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Goku. So so if you want to use that against Goku, fine. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, Goku still is saying he still has that fighting that that he, he has it in him. You know yeah, what I'm he saying? Adjusts. He's a saint. Like he he adjusts. He definitely adjusts to what you what's just named. Vegeta just has certain advantages at times over Goku. That's all. And Vegeta uses to his advantage. Now, whether it's fair or not. Hey, it is what it is. I just point out to you is, hey, that first fight, Vegeta turned, Goku didn't, and of course that, that affected the fight. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if Goku had a tail and turned, it might have been a different story. Maybe. Might have been. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Vegeta still would have won because he got control over that, that monkey form. Goku never had control over that monkey form, if you remember correctly. He just was aimlessly shooting beams like Gohan did. Okay. Okay. All right, and we'll e we'll never know. We'll never yeah, know. we'll never know. We'll never you know. know. I saying? mean, they no longer can grow a tail anyway. I mean, so uh, I mean, when you really look at look at some of these fights that Goku's been in, like he truly beat. Well, he didn't kill Frieza, but he beat Frieza. When he beat Kid Buu, he had to get help from everybody on the planet. You know, Vegeta had to had to get his ass whipped for most time for Goku to get to this point where he can do the spirit bomb, and for him to beat Jiren, Vegeta gave him gave Goku the energy before he got eliminated. So it's like some of the stuff that he has done, he has helped. He well, has Vegeta, had help. Well, Vegeta wasn't going to beat General by himself either. We, no, we, he we, wasn't. 
So we can't just he assume was. that Vegeta was going to win one on one against these guys. Oh no, I never said that. I never okay. said that. Okay, okay. I never said that. Okay, I, I, I okay. feel like Vegeta <laughs> or Goku wouldn't have beat Jiren by themselves alone without any help from anybody. Like Jiren would have won, like hands down, he would have won. But, but also now to the next one, the last last thing we got to cover is uh, Kevin Nash and Will Osprey. Now, did you see that tweet? I, I saw everything. <laughs> I, I saw everything. <laughs> so. So basically what, what this comes down to is that Will Ospreay says, you know, he has, you know, more five-star matches in a month than CM Punk, John Cena, and Kurt Angle have combined in their entire career. Three, Kevin Nash addressed the tweet and says, how is his merchandise sales? And Kenny Omega responded, justifiably putrid, good sir. Justifiably putrid. <laughs> So I know that I know it's like wrestling banter, right? I, I know that's what this is. But Kevin Nash got so? a point. You yeah, think I think so? it's wrestling banter. I think it's wrestling banter. Okay. Because, but okay. Kevin Nash has a very valid point. What with, you can with have merch? with merch, yeah, you know that? with the merch. The point is, you can have several five star matches, several. But as a fan base as it is right now. You're only as good as your last match. And if that's all you're known for, you, you got to have like some kind of personality, some kind of charisma with you to push merchandise sales. Because even Billy Gunn, because Billy Gunn was on uh, Renee's show and he was talking about how he was training, how he trained some guys in AEW. Like they want to throw everything in the kitchen sink, even at AEW Dark Elevation. Like, listen, this is on the YouTube show. You ain't got to go all out like this. Just. Just do certain things to get over because you want to have a long career. You don't have to throw everything in the kitchen sink in every match that you do because those matches ain't really memorable because you're just going to go in there for that said match, and that's it. You know, that's why people like Randy Orton have longevity and yada, yada, yada. You know, even with CM Punk. CM Punk got merchandise sales. John Masha got merchandise sales, but you don't see him doing all, a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> Kevin Nash is absolutely right on that. Like, what do you think? I mean, I've, I I never really looked at merch sales as a determining factor on how mm-hmm. good a wrestler is. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I know they're related, but I've never, I've never viewed merch as a, Hey, if I outsell you, that means I'm a better wrestler than you. I, I never believed in that, E. I don't know about you. No, no, no. Or, I, I wouldn't say or, wrestler or or or, or, or or Max or whatever. But to me, I don't I don't put those two things together because I don't I don't look at merch. I mean, it's merch. I mean, yeah. Mick Foley sold merch. Jack Dude Love. That don't make that don't mean he he was the best wrestler, or whatever, whatever. But he was popular enough to sell merch. So right. that. I hear what Kevin's saying, and it's it's definitely a very old school way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? But I don't I don't think merch determines how good you are as a wrestler. I mean, if you're popular, sure, merch. But you know, if if we're talking about in terms of how good you are, like Osprey said, I've had more five star, and and I I don't agree with that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But. That's, that's actually know, factual. He does have a, he does have several five star matches rated. 
but more than Cena. Who else did he say? Cena, uh, CM Cena Punk. Punk, and Kurt Angle combined. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't go that far. As a wrestler, he wouldn't put out false stuff. So that I'm very inclined to say that because we have we have some memorable matches where we deem as five star matches, but. You know, it goes by that, you know, Messer rating, which is, you know, it depends on who you talk to. It could be bullshit, could be not. You know what I mean? So, well, well I mean, that's it's really, it's, it's really subjective at this point because Will Ospreay is a phenomenal wrestler. He is. Phenomenal wrestler. He is. And he you is. are right. I don't correlate more merchandise sales with being a better wrestler. I think what Kevin Nash was trying to say is that that's all good and dandy, but you need to push merch too so you can have longevity in what you do because he has been injured will osprey has been injured before eventually he won't be able to move like that not not consistently so i think it the problem is with younger talent that comes in they feel like they have to do like 15 canadian destroyers and 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 all these this wild shit like to get the crowd like it's good for the pop for that moment like for that moment it's cool but storylines carry more than wrestling moves you know that that's that's been proven like that's been proven on nitro that's been proven on raw you know in in, in some cases in aew like with, with some of these you know chris jericho's doing it john mosley's doing it you know uh kenny omegas is doing it you know even though young bucks do like their style is spot heavy they still push merchandise sales where they don't have to do that much hell FTR is doing it, and then I really I mean, got the, the high flying type. So, I mean, to be honest, I, I think Will Ospreay is trying to stake his claim as being part of one of the greats. Like he, he wants to be in that conversation with the greats. I think that's 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 what I got from that. That's what I got from yeah. that. And as far as your Nash point, I, I didn't get that from Nash. I what I got from Nash was when he said that is, well, hey, I think Nash correlates smirk sales with whatever else you know yeah. what i'm saying like like how good you are like that that's what i got from kevin nash and mm-hmm. you know kevin nash he sold merch you know he was i mean i don't know how his diesel sales went but i know pretty damn good he, what I, well, I, I i can't speak to that but i know when he you know nwo oh that shit sold like hot kicks you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know, out of there boy like nwo wolfpack I mean, people forget, and people want to clown Kevin Nash, but don't don't get it fucked up, Osprey. Kevin Nash was good. He was a damn good wrestler, damn good wrestler for for his height, his size. He was a damn good wrestler. Him, right? But he Hall, wasn't doing a whole bunch you know of like he wasn't doing a whole bunch of moves just for the. Basically, what he's saying is, without saying it, don't do moves just for the hell of it, just for the sake of moves. And like like Bully Ray even said, don't do moves for the sake of moves because you you're wasting your energy. Because if you can read the crowd, you don't have to do a whole lot. Like Ultimate Warrior proved that he didn't do a whole lot, but he sold he served merch like crazy. Hogan didn't do a whole lot; he sold merch like crazy. But you know, um, hell, Ric Flair didn't do a whole lot, but he sold merch like crazy. Austin, Punk, Angle, you know, at at Cena, you know, like if you look at their body of work in the ring they didn't do a whole bunch of stuff just for the fuck of it excuse my friend you know he didn't do you know he didn't do it just to do it or, or she didn't do it just to do it you know because 
Well, I mean, the the, the the guys you just mentioned, Stone Cold, Angle, don't get me wrong, those guys had moves, yeah. but the guys you see today, they kind of took that and they invented, and they're doing all types of new shit now, other shit now, where compared to, like, you know, back then, mm-hmm. it, 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 they weren't doing moves like that, like that, moves like that or whatever, like, if you want, if you want to see a whole bunch of moves, then look at the cruiserweights in WCW if you want to see moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 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 Hell, even with the cruiserweights, Rob. It, it's like, they didn't I, do I, it I, just I, the Nitro cruiserweight. I mean, I mean what a, when people say moves, like, what do you, like, okay, you had guys like Bret Hart. Bret Hart didn't have a whole lot of moves, but, but Bret was more technical. Now, yeah. Shawn Michaels was doing the aerodynamic off the top, whatever, whatever. Okay, we can put that in the moves category, and you know Sean can get te- you know technical too, but you know, but Sean was more of the high like Owen Hart, you know. Again, Owen could do technical stuff like Brett, but Owen right. was a high flyer. Like Owen had these quote unquote moves. You know so, what I'm saying? Well, like like so like, like, like like if 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 that's if that's what Will Ospreay is referring to as moves, okay. But like you just said, E, you don't gotta do all that just, just to get the crowd. Like I don't gotta be ricochet to to get the crowd jumping. You know what right. I'm saying? When you, like, when you refer to Sean, <laughs> like Sean did moves when it actually counted. Like he did an elbow drop when it actually counted. Because you already knew that was a precursor to Sweet Chan music. Because you already know this is about to be the finale. It, it kind of so so. I think again, what Kev was trying to say is your presence alone should be enough to get the crowd over and everything else will follow everything else will follow you don't have to do a whole bunch of shit to get the crowd over because you just being there alone should be where it's at then that then at that point you can push merchandise sales and blah 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 because if you just going in the ring just to do moves yeah you're going to get a good reaction from the crowd but that's it after that they're not going to even they're not probably wouldn't even want to remember the match to be honest that's why we were saying like you know a few weeks ago like me and max was on the show like you know i always push like storylines really push push the the narrative that yes. really pushes the ratings like yes. that you know because if you're just doing matches just to do matches you're going to reach a certain plate you're going to plateau you're going to reach a certain thing that you're not going to go over you got to do something else to engage that audience to keep them vested. Like the NWO, that was a phenomenal storyline because that was a takeover. We didn't know that was real or fake or whatever. Yeah. You know, we just we just we just had to tune in every Monday to figure out what the heck is going on. Yeah. You know, like with Raw and Austin and, and Vince McMahon, we had to tune in every Monday to see what exactly going on. But well, I think I, that, I, mean, I think that really well, what, what Nash is trying to say. Well I mean I I just think people gotta be careful and we we've mentioned this you know a few times, he. I think people have to be careful. I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's all subjective and it's all preference. But when you're trying to make the case for a guy over another guy, it's not as simple as you might like. It's it's how should I say it? It it, it see it okay. When you say, okay, like for example, when you say John Cena 
is not as good as Roman Reigns for whatever reason. If you want to make the case for Roman over Cena, or you know what? Let's just say Roman over The Rock. Let's say that. Mm. You know, if you want to make the case for Roman over The Rock, what are you basing this off of? Because The Rock is a better wrestler than Roman. I think we all know that. But um, Roman, he, he, Roman brings different. Roman brings a different type of. See, I don't want to see. I don't, Roman brings a different type of um to the ring compared to what The Rock did. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Both both great wrestlers, and I can say The Rock had more moves than Roman. Now, if, if you want to say The Rock is better than Roman on that aspect, okay, that's a good case to make. But. Of Roman has his own thing too, where Roman's like, okay, I'm Roman Reigns, like, you know, I'm good this way. And, you know, these young kids or young fans will say, well, hey, Roman is better than The Rock because of this. Now, I mean, right. you might disagree. I can't argue with the kids that will put Roman over The Rock because, number one, those kids might not know The Rock like how we know The Rock because we came up under The Rock compared to the younger guys. Okay, so, so but, like, but, um, but, but I know we got about said, four, cause oh, I know we got about four minutes left before we get yeah, yeah. <laughs> before the yeah. uh, thing cut us off. But so it, it's really subjective between Roman and The Rock, right? So whenever I, it's gonna be a totally different crowd reaction when The Rock comes out, it's a totally different crowd reaction when Roman comes out. Yes, he gets a really good reaction, no doubt about it. Not discrediting Roman at all, but The Rock definitely is gonna get a different reaction like that it's going to be bigger than Roman like just that just that's not even subjective that's factual like well, I mean, you well, hear I mean, the, well, I mean, the you rock smell has, you well, know I mean the, 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 the rock has a better presence he has more yeah. the rock the rock has a better personality than Roman the rock is I mean the rock he really is electrifying he's funny he's serious he has more moves in the ring like the rock offers more of a, of a variety than Roman and of course yeah. the rock ha the rock has time in he has had, he he has had bigger matches I can debate than Roman. I can argue that. I yeah, can argue that. I mean, but but Roman is definitely oh. Roman is definitely on his way up. Like he yeah. didn't plateau. He's not flatlined. He's definitely on his way up. But check it, check it. We only we only got like three minutes left, man. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this show. Um, again, Thursday at 6 p.m. Savon Whitehead. Uh, esports and events coordinator will be on the show at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday. So y'all might want to check that out as well because it's live only. www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. Go ahead and subscribe to the $5 tier or the $15 tier because the $15 tier gets you all the specials that we have. So if you just so happen to miss the live show, guess what? It's going to go to the $15 tier. And if you're already a subscriber, guess what? You're going to listen to it however and whenever you want. So, Thanos Ray, you got anything else for the listeners before we head out of here? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Right. And we will see y'all at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Thursday. I'm going to get my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowboys collection, man. I hope y'all go out there and get that, too. It's going to be a busy day. Got a lot of work ahead of me. Thanos Ray. So, until next time, peace. Peace.